Welcome to the Real Life Show, Living with a Chronic Illness. We are your hosts, Cassie and Chelsea. I'm Cassie, a single mom living with a chronic illness who is extremely passionate about living a full and happy life. And I'm Chelsea. I have a passion for helping people to put themselves first and to be the best version of themselves each and every day. We came together to create the Spoonie Hub, an uplifting community that offers resources, guidance, support, and offers you the space to be yourself, be heard, and feel understood. We hope that by providing tips and tricks from experts, we help people with chronic conditions to thrive and live the lives they've dreamed of. This show is not only for those who live with a chronic illness or disability, but their friends, family, spouses, and just anyone else existing on the earth. Our goal is to normalize having a chronic condition by sharing real stories with real people and to show the world how relatable those everyday struggles can be. There's a little something in here for everyone. And a special shout out to our community at the Spoonie Hub. Thanks to your contributions, we are able to provide flexible work opportunities for Spoonies, donate to our nonprofit to help provide wellness treatments for those who need it, and be able to transcribe our podcast to make it more accessible for all. To learn more, visit our show notes. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of The Real Life Show, Living with a Chronic Illness. Today's a real talk with Cassie and Chelsea. Hi. And today we are talking about a question that was given us by request. So a few weeks ago, Cassie put up a post on our Instagram asking people to be like, what do you want us to talk about? What, what are you wanting us to dive in deeper? And we're going to do one of those questions today. Yay. Yay. (laughs) So Cassie, what's, what's the question? Okay. So we had a lovely question entered in and should we say who it's from? Maybe. I don't know. All right. I'm going to use the Instagram name. Yeah. From House of Spoons, who said, I'd love an episode all about your friendship together. Maybe how you met, your favorite things to do and talk about, and your favorite quality in each other as friends and advocates. So I think it's because Cassie and I are just so deep within our friendship and within our podcast that we both feel like we've talked about this, but I don't think we've explicitly said it. I think it's been woven in through different episodes and different questions yeah. that we've answered. Yeah. So, it's also possible that we didn't talk about oh, it yeah, very much. <laughs> I mean, we, we probably, because again, we're so deep into it, we probably think that we've answered this mm-hmm. question when we haven't. <laughs> yes. So we're actually, I'm excited to talk about this. I am too. I'm excited, especially to talk about some of the things that we talk about. Because yeah. I don't think we've talked about that. Yeah, that's probably a really good point. Okay, so let's start. Let's, let's, okay, wait, can I start? I say, yeah. All right. <laughs> let's go back to the very beginning. How do we meet? Okay, so I think we have shared a little bit about that. So basically, to give a rundown. We talked about our first conversation because I remember our first like in detail conversation. I do too. And that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> okay. <go>. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I hope it's the same conversation. <laughs> everyone, everyone listening is going to be like, okay, just get to the point. So <laughs> we, um, this whole thing started as coworkers at the Pilates studio, co-instructors, and we were at a staff meeting and I said, I wanted to start an in-person chronic illness support group. And Chelsea was like, oh my gosh, can I do that with you? And I was like, what, who's this chick? Sure. That sounds good. And then we ended up doing that. We started an in-person support group. We got approval to do it at our gym. And so we were like, well, we should probably meet for coffee and talk about like what kind of topics we should talk about at the meeting. And it was in that first 
coffee conversation that we realized we both were super ambitious and had really big goals and dreams that we hadn't really told anybody else ever. And then we were like, oh shit, we want, we, we both want to do things together, like, or maybe not together, but on our own. And, um, working from home was one of them having a successful business was one of them. And we realized we were both into, yeah, like goal setting, ambition, manifesting, and these things kind of trickled into our conversations. And so that's when we were both like, wait, we could maybe do something more here. And we decided to get an Instagram because we were like, well, you know, we want something somewhere people can go for our in-person support groups. We need an Instagram to start talking about it. And then we were like, or we could maybe connect to like a bigger audience around the country and Mm -hmm. such. And so we decided to start an Instagram. And then um, I think it was around that time. Yeah. That we started talking about just goals we had in life, what we wanted out of life. And the manifesting thing was something we definitely bonded about. I didn't really have anyone that I could talk about that to. And Chelsea didn't either. And so I can't remember which one of us brought it up. I feel like it was you. I feel like I you think brought it was up me. For, yeah. Chelsea said something about like, do you know anything about manifesting? And I was like, oh, I'm super into that. <laughs> and so that really, I think made us like instant friends Mm -hmm. because then we had a connection that we didn't share with other people. And we were finding that we both got to really be our authentic selves with that connection, that bond. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take it back even a little bit farther. Okay. So when I like, honestly can't exactly remember when you moved to Wichita, which I probably should, but that's I just remember that like, there was this gym that I was working at. I taught a little bit in the Pilates studio. And then one day there was this new instructor. Cool. Great. And I think we we were in the studio talking about something. And then all of a sudden like Tinder, it was like our first like actual conversation more than just like, hi, hi, cool. I teach Pilates. Okay. Moving on. And Tinder came up because I met my fiance on Tinder. And I don't, I don't, I don't I think remember. I was browsing the Tinder land. Yeah. And I don't remember exactly what we talked about, but I just remember that our first like conversation that was more than just, hi, how are you? Was about Tinder. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> and I just, and I think like looking back, it just, from even the get go, we were both really open with sharing things that maybe not everyone wants to talk about with each other. Yeah. Um, Cause I know like for a very long time, I was like, I met my fiance on Tinder. Yeah. Like, hush, 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 hush. Yeah. Like, oh, we sh- that's not something that, that's not a way, like. Like you were, like, shaming meet, yourself about it, how you of. meet your husband. Okay, yeah. a lot of people meet people that they marry on dating apps like that. It's fine. And so I think then, because we knew each other, we both taught Pilates, we just gravitated towards each other. Yeah. Like, staff meetings and parties. Like, I would literally walk in. And I taught in other areas of the gym. Like, I I taught cycle. I taught boot camps. I taught the trend, like I had other classes that I taught. I also did a little personal training, but I still always was like, where are my Pilates people? Yeah. (laughs) And I would like go sit by them. Like we hung out in groups and that's how we ended up sitting next to each other in that staff meeting. And then going back forward to where you were, where we started talking about manifestation is I think a lot of people look at our friendship and they see oh, Chelsea is a non-spoony person who supports Cassie, who's sick and doesn't feel good. And like, where do I find one? And I want to make it very, very clear to anyone who has any doubts. Cassie supports me just as much as I support her. Oh, so I'm going to cry. I know. This might be a terrible episode. <laughs> I really 
needed that. I do. Today. <laughs> like, heads up, everyone. As the time of recording, my period starts in like three days. Mine does too. Now we're like synced up. It we really synced does. up. Okay. Hold on. Mine small actually tangent. does start in a couple days. We're recording this on a Wednesday and mine will start on Saturday. <laughs> Wait, I'm looking. Hold on. I'm looking in real time. So this is. Mine starts on Saturday too. Okay. So this is funny. <laughs> so I listen to another podcast. Yes, I do listen to podcasts for fun. Not ours. Um, Generally, every once in a while I listen to an episode, but I lived them. I don't need to listen to them again. But I was listening to, um, for my Harry Potter fans out there, go listen to Goblet of Wine. Um, it's a drunken Harry Potter podcast by two British ladies. And they're, a cute name. They're adorable. I love them. They are my spirit people. Like they are the British versions of me and I love it. And they were talking on a podcast how their periods hung up because they were like, <laughs> they, like we're best friends and now our periods are so funny. <laughs> now we need to find the other people at, at the studio if there's are. That's really funny. So it just that funny other little. Yeah. So I'm emotional but, and I ate a ton of chocolate and. And I ate gluten yesterday again, which is not something Cassie is supposed to do. No, I'm, I've been non-gluten. I've been doing gluten-free because I found out I was celiac, which is like fucking officially I need to be off of gluten, but no, that, that still hasn't been enough for me to completely be off of it. Cause last week I walked into the studio and I was like, yeah, I'm eating this chocolate <laughs> croissant from Starbucks. I saw her. I need it. it. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday I ate a pita piece of Marion Berry pie from Whole Foods, which was delicious. Oh. I think that this is a different conversation and we need Sorry. to have another point being like, Cassie, why are you not, not eating the gluten? Yeah. I feel like that's an episode we could do. We could do. I think Bookmark. a lot of people could relate. Bookmark that for later. Okay. <laughs> so I had started my business. I had taken a very scary deep dive into going after a dream that I had of working for myself and making a lot of money working from home. And that was not something that like my group of friends understood or did. Um, I had a few people go, you did what? Mm-hmm. You're, why? What? Huh? And so I felt very, very alone. I did have a little bit of a support system online, but at that point in time, it was kind of small compared to what it is now. And so there was just lots of times where I felt like I was working really hard and y'all having your own business particularly when you're selling something that is like your personal services. Like I, I sell coaching. I am a coach. It can become very easy, especially when you get started for when someone says no to you to make it feel, it can feel very personal. Yeah, Um, it did. And so there was a lot of mind drama, a lot of stuff that I was going through that I didn't feel like other people got. And I felt super, super, super alone. And the universe gave me Cassie. Because Cassie was the first person that I got to physically see, like in person, not just have conversations like here and there back and forth, but like we talked all the time when we found out how much we had in common. She was the first person in person that I had that was like full on supportive that I could talk to about like the crazy stuff I was saying to myself or like the dreams that I had that I never felt judged by. And so Cassie filled this really big void in my life. And so not only like I support her and her dreams and with just how she's feeling with her illness, but she also supports me just as much. Mm -hmm. So like Cassie is one of the people I go to, to vent when I just feel frustrated about something. Um, actually before I started recording this podcast, I was venting her about, yeah. to her about just some like something little small that I was like, I just get off this, this mm-hmm. off my chest real quick and then we can move on. Mm-hmm. And so Cassie has filled that 
role in my life. Like she's the person that I'm not afraid to be like, so I had this crazy idea. Like I want to make this much money doing this, or I want to sell my coaching at this much every month, Mm -hmm. or I want to do this. I want to do that. And she's the person I go to because I know she's not going to be like you cray cray. So I want to add into that too, which is really kind of fun because, um, yeah, Chelsea has kind of told me, she's like, you know, I have this sort of like dream of working from home and, you know, having kids down the road and having this amount of money so I can have my family. And I was sort of like, oh my God, I would love to work from home. I've always wanted to work from home. And so we bonded over that. The interesting thing on my side was I really didn't know how to like make that happen. Like I remember like 10 years ago, um, talking with friends and my ex-husband even too, and being, and I remember saying like, I would love to work from home. That's like my dream. That is ideal and make some money that way. Um, but I never knew how to do it. I would sometimes like hop on Pinterest and Google, like work from home gigs. And there'd be like proofreading or medical coding. And I'm like, I don't know how to do any of this or how to start it. And I just didn't, I didn't have a good computer and I wasn't in an environment that's, that was like supportive of me pursuing that. So I never did. I would always have this like background fantasy that I wanted to do it though. And one of the really cool things with Chelsea was not only did we, when we very first started this support group and then even started the podcast, we had no intention of necessarily like making money from that, especially I mean, in the- there, there was a, because I was so deep in building my own business. There was a part of me that was like, oh my God, we can make money doing this. Yes. But I was also like scared to say it because I didn't know where Cassie was. Well, and like- we were both doing it from just wanting to help. Yeah. So we weren't like, oh, here's a business plan. It was more sort of like, let's do this and see what happens. And then it was very quickly that we were like, okay there we could do something we might be it was really actually okay so we had our first we had I guess we probably were talking like November December and then we were connecting Mm -hmm. like we kind of want the same things and it was the February right after so it was very quickly after that we applied to Airy for the change makers and it was during that process we had to laser down for a two-minute entry and 250 words It was during that, that we were like, okay, wait, we do have goals for this. We do want things from this. And I think that's what laser focused us to making a difference for people and being able to achieve the dreams we want and work from home while providing this incredible thing for people and help people. But where I was going with that too, was one of the great things about those conversations in the early days with Chelsea and I, like with Chelsea saying, I was one of the first person that I didn't judge her dreams or her goals. And she got to share that Chelsea was one of the first people that made me feel like it could actually happen for me too. And she was one of the first people who was like knowing how to create goals and like take actionable steps towards things. Like I very much was like, I have this idea or I have this fantasy or I, I would love to have this, but it was always like a fantasy. It was like, for example, I've had a secret dream for years and years, completely secret, completely secret dream for years and years that I wanted to be a successful author. I was like, I could imagine nothing better than writing during my days, teaching some Pilates, taking a lot of Pilates and making money to support me and my family. I was like, I don't even have like, I don't need to be a millionaire. Just making like a hundred grand a year would be fantastic. And I could write. And I'm like, that is my ideal 
goal. And I remember sort of like saying it to Chelsea and she was like, okay, so number one, um, what do you need to do to make that goal happen? I was like, I don't know. And she's like, well, just start writing. And I was like, oh, wait, you mean like if I basically just start writing, I'm already working on achieving that goal. To me, that was a like stepping stone and connection thing that I didn't have before Chelsea. I didn't know how to connect the dots, making some, like having an idea of wanting, having a dream and then making goals to get to that point. So that was number one. Aimless plug for my coaching right here. (laughs) Yeah, really. And it seems so simple, but yet it wasn't for me. The second thing was when I was like, you know, I'm not trying to be greedy and I don't want to make like, I just want to make enough to have like a luxurious life for my son and I, you know, and actually luxurious was kind of like quotes, luxurious, basically just meaning like I didn't have to worry about money. And I was like, I'll be hundred grand. That's all I, a year. I could live all of my dreams for that. And Chelsea was kind of like, well, why not go for like half a mil a year? Why not try to shoot for that? And Chelsea was like, I'm going to be a millionaire, like in my life. And I was kind of like, what? Like, y'all, I'm really ambitious. I have zero shame with my ambition. But, you know, it was kind of a moment for me that that was one of the first people that I sat down and talked to who was like, I have dreams. I have ambitions. I have goals and I'm going to fucking work to get them. And I was kind of like, wait, I've had those desires burning inside me too, but I never said anything to anybody. And so. Chelsea and I, we did sort of like feed off of one another in that way. And we were that person for each other of like, it's okay to send a text and be like, whatever, like, oh my gosh, can you imagine if we freaking start this nonprofit and we become the number one nonprofit for chronic illness people in the world? And I'm like, that's out there, but yeah, I'm down, (laughs) you know? And it's like, imagine if we could be the chronic illness podcast, the one that everyone goes to, to get advice and hear all the really good stuff with real conversations and raw conversations. And we're honest and we're just ourselves. And it's like, yeah, like we could do that. Why not? Okay. I'm popping in really quick to make sure that you're enjoying this episode. And if you are, you may also thoroughly enjoy our community at mywellnesshub.co slash community. It's hosted on the Mighty Networks. You can just search The Wellness Hub. And it is a place that we talk about all sorts of things with everybody. And if you have similar goals like us, this is your place to go to get support and you can strategize with us and talk about all the things. We do personality quizzes. We talk about home decor. We talk about medications, new symptoms, making friends. We talk about all the things. It is a space that we want people to feel themselves, to feel heard and understood, and to connect with others just like them, just like you, and just like us. So check it out in the show notes. Message us if you want a free month or if you're interested in our scholarship options, let us know. Connect with us on social media at The Real Spoonies Unite and check in the show notes. Can't wait to see you in there. And back to the episode of me and Chelsea and our freaking awesome friendship. And we're super glad to talk about it. And it's been really fun to talk about. And I'm getting so emotional. And here we go back to the show. So we have been that for each other. And that is, that is a huge amount of what we talk about, to be honest. We really do talk about a lot of like our goal setting and our dreams and ambitions. And we both follow people and listen to their podcasts and read their books. And we like to do like reading the same book at the same time to talk about it. 
We like to implement things into business and try strategies. And those are a lot of our conversations. She's definitely like my biz BFF. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, we both are really into like personal growth and development. And so I think we talk a lot about like philosophical human behavior and cultural stuff. We have a lot of similar views on all of that. And we're both surrounded by people who don't share those similar views. So we get to talk about our own like rants about social justice, you know, that we can't necessarily always talk, like we don't always feel comfortable talking about in our peer circles or whatever. Um, And we can talk about, yeah, just momentary vent things, relationships, our bodies. We, we sort of, I guess like no topic is off limits. And this podcast has helped. Oh, 100%. Diving in, like, by labeling ourselves as the real life show and knowing that we go to the topics that most people don't want to talk about, it's made us really open, I think, just in our relationship. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, y'all, the amount of time we talk about poop. Yeah. It's not an uncommon conversation for us to have. No. We have minimal boundaries. (laughs) Yes. And, like, and, I mean, sex, too, which we're going to do an episode on that. And I think too, with you saying that Chelsea, that's a good reminder with the real life show. Like we have been asked by people on podcasts that we've gone on or by guests, like how our duo works. Like they are interested in our duo, especially Mm -hmm. Chelsea, not being a spoonie and me being a spoonie. And we have consistently talked about like open communication with each other and honest communication. And I think that us being on the real life show and having shared that our communication is one of the best things and our duo is one of the best motivators for each of us encourages like communication. Like Saturday, a few days ago, we were talking and we were, we all of a sudden had like a mini meeting that wasn't supposed to happen kind of. (laughs) And we were talking about some things. It comes up a lot. (laughs) My mind. Yeah. My mind was in a place of, um, and I made a post about it just yesterday on Instagram. I've been going through some depression and anxiety lately. And I didn't realize it at the moment, but when I was talking to Chelsea, I was basically trying to grasp control in a few things that we have, like we've got some deadlines coming up and just some of our business stuff and our ideas. And I was talking and I was feeling a little bit stressed and Chelsea had a lot going on, on her plate in her life and a lot of commitments. And I think we both sounded kind of stressed during the call. Then I think we were both like, let's just get off this call. And then that afternoon, I kind of thought about it and I realized that that's what, that's what I was need. I was trying to grasp, grasp Mm -hmm. for control. And so I messaged Chelsea later. I was like, I'm sorry. I got kind of venti. You know, I just realized I've got a lot going on. I'm not super happy with this, this, and this. I needed some control. I've addressed this, this, and this now since we talked and I'm feeling a lot better and a weight has been lifted. And I think that having the freedom to talk to each other that way is really important. Mm -hmm. And it does. Um, it creates trust because then we know that what each other is saying is like true and honest and open. So we don't have to like feel insecure by questioning each other. Well, and I think we also realize that we're different people and we have different opinions. So like sometimes yeah, that's comes, what, like, yeah. yes, on when it comes to our business, sometimes Cassie's like, I think we should focus on this. And I'm like, but I think we should focus on yes. this. And that's not a bad thing because neither of those things are spoiler. There's no right or wrong way to do a business mm-hmm. except for probably pay your taxes. <laughs> that's <laughs> the only right or wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. Pay your taxes, be a good person. Otherwise the IRS will not like you very much. Not worth it. And 
I think having two opinions is not a bad thing. And we're able to look past the opinions that were that we have. And it's not like, oh, well, Chelsea thinks that what I want to do is wrong. It's just, I have a different idea. Mm -hmm. And I also like, I think that it's good that we are able to separate who we are as friends and who we are as business partners. Yeah. And like, for fun fact, anyone doesn't know, Cassie works at a studio that I manage. Mm -hmm. So she's my boss too. And what, yeah. So we have like a lot of different dynamics. It's a lot of different dynamics, but I think we're both like, we're very, we both know that like if I'm giving you feedback for the Pilates studio that has nothing to do with our business or how I feel about you as a just as a person yeah. it is like we're able to like kind of compartmentalize but also see each other as full human beings that have lots of different wants and needs and desires and I think the one of the most helpful things I've found as being someone who is a workaholic who is an overachiever who is very ambitious is that Cassie is one of the first people that gave me permission to rest like yes I've always been encouraged to rest but because Cassie is limited spoons inherently with her illness we have to run our business from a place that supports her energy levels which means that it's not that oh I have to take on more because she can Mm -hmm. do less that's not how that works for anyone that's wondering that's not how that works it's we have created systems that allow both of us to put in a lower amount of energy. So we can, our rest of our life is still supported. Yeah. And so I might do more things on top of our business than Cassie does. Not, I mean, not really, actually, if I think about it, it's probably, we we both have other stuff going on, but she's given me permission to do less and focus on my energy. And I think with some people, if you're like, you know, I'm feeling really burnt out, I'm really tired. I'm literally just going to unplug for a few days sometimes they're can like their response can give you a certain level of guilt or they, they don't really mm-hmm. get it. There's never been a time when I felt burnt out and I've been like, yo, Cassie, I can't, I need to like, I just, I can't do this right now that I've ever felt any judgment. Yeah. That's nice. Oh, that's, I'm glad you said that. Cause it's so the same for me. Yeah. Basically we support each other in all areas of our lives. Yeah. Yes. We talk a lot of business because we are business partners. We're business BFFs. But we also talk about our thoughts on spirituality, our thoughts on manifestation, um, our thoughts on the world. We talk mm-hmm. about boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we, I mean, we are friends that just have mm-hmm. a lot in common and spend a lot of time talking. And we want to like change the world together and make mm-hmm. a really big difference. And that is um, like a huge, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like pillar of our mm-hmm. business. You know, it's like, how can we make the biggest impact and make a big difference and help people and change the world and also take care of our own needs mm-hmm. and reach our own dreams? And those are some of the biggest pillars of, of what we're doing. And I want to just say too, um, with Chelsea talking about us com- being really good at compartmentalizing our business relationships and friendships, because yeah, that's right. Like in one, in one part, we're partners in one part, Chelsea's my boss. And in one part, we're just friends. (laughs) And in one part, I'm like older and have a child, you know, and you know, it's like, and you have life experiences that I have not. Yeah. It's like, we, there's a lot of different like dynamics in that sense, Mm -hmm. but we always view each other as equals. And I think that compartmentalizing is part of how We've got a genuine and deep connection without judgment. And I think that's going to be 
something we'll uh, definitely address further in another Real Talk episode about family, friends, peers, coping with your illness, guilt, support, et cetera. We are going to dive into that deeper. And I think that that's actually a really important topic is kind of like compartmentalizing, seeing each other for, like Chelsea said, she, we see each other for all the different types of interests and, you know, characteristics that we are. Chelsea doesn't just see me as the spoonie. I don't just see her as a non-spoonie supporter. We see each other as people with goals and interests and experiences. And that's probably part of what family needs to do for a little bit of that, like compartmentalizing. Does that make sense? I think so. And I, one, we'll talk more about it on the next episode. We're going to dive into that deeper, Mm -hmm. but I share pretty much all of my life with Cassie in some way or another, like there's no topics that are off limits, but that doesn't always happen with all of my other friends or even like Mm -hmm. my family. And I think Cassie probably say the same as there's some friendships Mm -hmm. or some relationships where maybe you talk about some of the things, but like, it's not a common top. Like it it would not be weird for me to be like, yeah, I want to make a million dollars to Cassie like that. She's going to be like, cool. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Let's do great. Where if I said that to some of my other friends, I'd be like, huh? Uh-huh. Where the fuck is that coming from? How how would you even do? And so there are some things that I talk about with Cassie that I do not talk about with other people. And that is okay. Not every relationship has to be all things. It's great if you have a, a friendship mm-hmm. that you can talk about anything off limits, but not every relationship out there has to be that open. Mm-hmm. You can kind of compartmentalize what you're even going to chat about with someone, depending on what feels right for you. So I just wanted to add that. Yeah, that's great. And just like we said, we are going to be diving into that topic mm-hmm. deeper, super deep in another Real Talk episode coming to you real soon. Mm-hmm. So thanks for listening. We hope that this maybe gave you a little bit of insight. This to, was a fun chat. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's, we just talked about ourselves for 20, 30 <laughs> I know, minutes. But I, feel like I, I feel like I learned things and it was fun. Yeah. Thank so, you for the question, House of Spoons. Yes. And if you guys have any other additional questions, I mean, let us know. We really do look at them and we really do put those into our podcast plan. So Mm -hmm. let us know. Otherwise, we'll be back in your ears soon with another episode. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. If you love this podcast and want to show your support, please leave a review, share the podcast with others, or join us in the Spoonie Hub. If you'd like to connect with Cassie and I, you can find us on Instagram at The Real Spoonies Unite or on our website, mywellnesshub.co, where you can find all sorts of resources and you can find the Spoonie Hub. Talk to you soon.